0: When we're doing anything online, there's always a risk that people are going to take advantage of it and start spamming your group or your posts. They are going to take advantage and really ruin this beautiful community that you are trying to build. And it's so frustrating and it's it can be a little bit scary in the beginning where you're where like you're trying to prevent these things from happening. And you know that there's always that possibility that someone could come in and ruin the things that you're setting up. It's just the way that the world goes, right? We have this beautiful space that, that God has made, and yet we're not perfect. We're not perfect people, and the world is full of sin and people that are not good and honest and genuine, and it's sad, but that's just how the world goes sometimes, right? And so, but, and here's the but, not and, here's the but, It doesn't have to be this like free for all fest where that's just what happens and your group is vulnerable to these things. There are a couple of very simple things that you can do to protect your group and make sure that only the people that genuinely want to be in this community with you are actually getting into the space. And so you can keep it safe, you can keep it protected, and you can keep it with the culture that you really want to be having in this space. So I've got five things for you today that are super simple steps to take to protect your group. You may be doing some of these already, but if not, go tighten these things up right now and make sure that your group is safe from any potential attacks from people that would spam or would otherwise want to ruin the wonderful environment that you were trying to create. Hey friend, welcome to grow an online community. Do you want more authentic engagement in your Facebook group? Are you looking for an easy way to grow your group in less time? Are you wondering how a community can help grow your business? Hey, I'm Sarah. When I started my online business, I struggled to connect with my audience on social media. I tried it all, DM strategies, Instagram stories, even reels, but none of it created an authentic connection that made them want to work with me. But when God asked me to start a Facebook group, I discovered just how incredible this platform was for creating a meaningful community online. In this podcast, we're going to chat about Facebook group growth, engagement strategies, and how to create a meaningful community so you can grow the business God has called you to. So grab a coffee and pull up a chair because it's time to build your community. All right, I wanna just practice this by saying that even if you fix these five things, it's still possible that people are going to come into your group and spam and break the rules and do all of the things. And it's very frustrating, but Facebook doesn't want that either. So you have Facebook on your side. There's a lot of really great tools set up um, for you to take advantage of inside your Facebook group to help remove these people and limit the amount of havoc that they can cause in there so just know that running a community this is going to happen but there are some things that we can do to make sure that we are reducing the opportunities or making it much harder for these kinds of things to happen so what are these five things that you absolutely need to avoid in order to make sure that your group is safe and secure and happy days first of all do not have a public group (laughs) do not have a public group. People think sometimes if my group is public, everyone can see it, everyone will participate in it, and I'll get more people, blah, 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 blah. No, do not do it because anyone can get in there. If they see it's a public group, anyone can comment, anyone can post, anyone can share, And just in general, that's not a very safe and secure environment for your members, especially if you are talking about things that are more personal, more vulnerable. You do not want that to be a public space in any way. But it means that it is easily like the content can be found and taken advantage of by people that just want to spam and be rude and to ruin things. So make sure that your group is set to private so that the content can only be seen by people that are in the group that have agreed to your group rules and that are there for the reasons that you want them to be and not there to just take advantage of things. So make sure that your group is not public, it is private. Second thing that can cause spammers to take advantage is if you do not have the post approval turned on. So post approval is a thing in your group where you can basically allow people to When they click post, it goes immediately into the group or you can turn post approval on and they submit a post and you have to review it and click approve before it gets shared into the group. Now, I have been in groups where the post approval is turned off and it can be a mess because there's no filter. There's no admin overseeing what gets posted. And there's a lot of people that take advantage of it and they're not, they're not good groups to be a part of because everything can be very like salesy to the point where it's kind of rude. It can be kind of spammy. You can, you don't always get like filtered things that are, and by filtered, I don't mean that like you're controlling what people can say, but filtered in the sense that you're making sure that everything that is getting posted adheres to the rules that you have created as a group owner, right? We're not here to like control speech or whatever, right? But you want to make sure that, you know, people aren't, you know, being racist or people aren't like swearing their heads off and or they're being rude and insulting or they're, you know, dropping links to really sketchy things or, you know, sharing things that are like just not appropriate, right? So just make sure I would always make sure and recommend that you have post approval turned on. Um, It only takes an extra few seconds to quickly scan over a post and review it to make sure that it follows the guidelines and then it can get submitted into the group and behave like normal. But if you have that turned off, you open yourself to a lot of opportunities for people to do things you don't want them doing. (laughs) The third thing that you need to um, consider is... A lot of groups. Now, this applies more to business groups, but it's still important even if you have a non business focused group. Self promotion. You are absolutely allowed to have groups where people can promote. I have places and spaces for people inside my group to promote, but it's at a set time, it's in a fixed place, it follows rules. If you allow people to self-promote at any point, at any time, then a lot of times people will come in and they will just spam posts about their business because they don't know how to sell. No one's taught them. No one's told them the right way to use a Facebook group to make money. They just think if I dump a post 10 times a day, every single day, eventually someone is going to buy, which is absolutely not true. If you are doing that, please stop. Come talk to me. I will teach you how to sell better. I will teach you how to use a Facebook group better. Please do not be that person. Let me help you not be that person. You can allow self-promotion, but make sure that it's in designated spaces, whether that's on a specific day, in a specific post, um, whatever that looks like for you. Put some constraints on it to limit the amount that people will just drop links or spam things or do all sorts of stuff that's really just not very friendly. Fourth thing that you want to avoid is not having membership questions set up. Use your questions because there, there's so many good uses for these questions but one of the, one of the ways that membership questions can help filter out spammers is because spammers don't answer the questions properly. <laughs> you know, you want to, like a lot of times they're rushing they're joining every single group that they possibly can so that they can dump their links before they get booted out and you get to use that those questions as like a, a filter as like a, a wall to make sure that you only allow in the people that genuinely want to be there now the the strictness that you want to adhere to is up to you some people will not allow anyone into their group if they don't answer questions some people will allow some questions to be answered. It's really up to your discretion how you want to operate that. But if they never answer any questions, they don't ever agree to the group rules, then you may not want to allow them into the group because they haven't put, they clearly haven't put enough time into requesting to join. Now, there's a caveat that i will say here because it's it's nuanced right sometimes people don't get notified of the questions right if if they get invited to join by a friend or if they see the button like because sometimes the way that you share your post on facebook means that there's just a button that that says join and they don't get prompted with your membership questions. So there are sometimes scenarios where people want to join and genuinely want to be there and they just never saw the questions. So that's why I say use your discretion. I don't like hard and fast rules that say you didn't answer the questions, you don't get to come in because sometimes sometimes that's just not the reality of what we're dealing with here. But You want to review all those applications to your group and use your judgment and your discernment to say, should this person be allowed in? Yes or no? You're the group host, you're the group admin, you get to have the final say, right? But something to watch out for here is even when, is when you do have membership questions, a lot of times spammers don't read the questions properly and just put some random words in there to fulfill the obligation to be allowed into the group. So a common one is that I, you know, I have questions set up that say, um, well, this is not in the current questions. The the previous questions that I had set up in my group at one point in the past were, you know, what are, you know, are you, are you a Christian entrepreneur? Because I wanted to know that the people coming into my group were, um, Christians. And I then also had a question that was like, um, you know, what's your biggest struggle when it comes to your messaging or your marketing or some, something along those lines. And then I had a question that was like, OK, I have this free gift. Would you like it? And I got I got people that would answer and they would just go, yes, yes, yes. And that's not really good answers because, OK, it's, a, it's an answer to the first one. They haven't given me the email in the last one, but the second one is the one that gets me because I say, what's your biggest struggle? And the answer was yes it's like no you haven't read the question clearly because either you wouldn't answer it if you didn't want to provide an answer or you just haven't read it and you've put in a word to just pass that filter right it's and it's so funny and so this happened to me a a, a few months ago maybe five or six months ago now I don't remember where I had received a member request and they had done this with my questions, they'd just gone, yes, yes, yes. And I was looking at it and I was like, okay, what do I think? Should I let this person in? I, and it's funny because my, my intuition was telling me this is not someone that is supposed to be in your group. Like, like this is not the space for them. And I went against my gut and I let them into the group. And within five minutes, I had 50 notifications this person put posted a link, this person posted a link, this person posted a link. They had just done whatever they wanted, answered the questions really badly to get in, and then went and spammed like 50 pieces of content. Now, I was able to very quickly remove all of those comments, remove the posts, remove the person from the group. Like, I dealt with it very quickly, but it just goes to show people will badly answer your questions in order to get through the filter and that's another reason why you have those questions there in the first place. Okay, I spent a lot much, a lot longer talking about the questions than I meant to but I just wanted to share that story to put it into perspective why it's so important to have those questions set up, like how they function to help you avoid this issue of spammers. Okay, let's go on to our our last point. Our last thing to avoid here is not having a purpose for your group because if you don't have a purpose, if you don't define who's coming into the group, what they're coming into the group for, what they're going, like, what the community experience is going to be like, then any old person could just join because they could be a a good fit for your group. And you're not going to have people in there with that same intention, with the same commonality, with the same, like, intentions and purpose in that group. And that can cause conflict, that can cause people to be in there with the wrong intentions. You know, they could be in there to just try and promote their business and not build relationships. They could be in there to try and undermine a lot of the things that you're doing. If, you know, you have a group for um, people who are passionate home cooks and, <laughs> as an example, in someone... Thinks that cooking is the stupidest thing in the world and we should just order from restaurants all the time like I don't know or make microwave meals like whatever it is I don't know it's a really bad example but they could come in there and every time someone shared this nice home-cooked meal they could go in there and be like that's dumb I don't like this oh that's dumb just buy it from the restaurant oh that's stupid why don't you just get a microwave meal and that's not helpful for your community community environment like you want to be able to have discussions and to be able to healthfully disagree to have debates and and have these really deep conversations about things where there may be multiple perspectives but at the end of the day you want people to all be in there with the same purpose so that you don't have unnecessary um conflicts so make sure that you give your purpose uh, give your group a clear purpose so that everybody understands what they're doing in your space okay Let's recap these five things real quick for you to make sure that you're avoiding spammers or just unwanted people in your groups. One, make sure that your group is not a public group. Make sure that it's set to private. Number two, make sure that you um, have post approval turned on so that um, you can just review all the content that's coming into your group. Um, Thing number three, make sure that you um, constrain or limit the self-promotions to either not at all or a specific day or a specific post. Uh, Don't let it be a free-for-all, it can get messy. Number four, uh, make sure that you set up membership questions to just provide that barrier um, and to give you a bit of an assessment of the type of people joining your group. And thing number five, make sure that your group has a purpose so that everybody understands what they're doing in the group and that they, they know that they're all on the same foundation together. Like I said at the beginning, this isn't going to guarantee you're never going to have spammers. It is the nature of online business, unfortunately, that people can, like, access places. They can masquerade and then come into your space and subvert and ruin things. And, you know, we, we live in a fallen world where people are devious and want to do these kinds of things. But all we can do is put up these preventatives to you know, bolster our group as best as we can and deal with the spammers when they come and make sure that they're quickly removed or banned from the group. Make sure the comments are like taken away and that everything is is the way that you want it to be for the best experience of everyone in your group. So good luck implementing all of these things. They are, they are not complicated, but if you do have questions about them, please come into my Facebook group. You can go to sarahbeisel.com slash community. Come over to the group and feel free to ask questions about, about this and get some support because I want to make sure that your groups are not getting spammed and taken over by people that you, don't, you don't want them to be taken over by. So please, please come over there and we can continue this conversation about keeping our groups a safe space for people to be in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week with another fun episode on community building. We'll see you there. Bye. Hey friend, if you loved today's episode, I want to hear about it. Let's continue the discussion in my free Facebook group. Go to sarahbeisel.com slash community and tell me what you thought. I would also love it if you took 30 seconds to leave me a review. Reviews help other women just like you find the show so they can build their communities too. Well, it's time for me to top off my coffee and head inside my group. I'll see you over there or back here next week. Bye.